0: Happy Wednesday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Rocketeer Minute where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDad.com.
1: And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the experimental, whoa, you hear that Jim? Yeah. You're listening to a special Billy Campbell episode on the
0: Rocketeer Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Campbell. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it never, it never
0: gets better, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it never gets old. If you yeah. ask me, I oh, know. you didn't ask me, did you? And evergreen, no.
0: evergreen. <laughs> no. Well, uh, welcome back to, to Billy Campbell, the Rocketeer himself, joining us again after been a while. It's, been, it's almost almost over a week, so <laughs> it's it's funny how uh, how time flies. But I've been going through oh, withdrawals. No pun intended. Yeah. No, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Too late, uh,
1: wow! <laughs> Leave it to Jim.
0: Yeah, we're getting getting down to the not the bitter end. It's a happy ending in this in this movie. But we're getting really close. We're down to the final. This is eleven to go. That's right. Oh, boy. So uh nothing but nothing but great epi- episodes coming up. Don't we're we're going to we're going to work on that. <laughs> We've had a really good run on the, on the show and it's uh it's been exciting. We've had a lot of, you know, entertaining guests and uh and a lot of great responses from uh from people in the in the business and and people mm. listening to the podcast and just simple fans, the finheads out there that uh, I've, had I've had a hoot.
2: I've had a hoot listening uh, listening to the to the podcast of course i i haven't been able to listen to every single one but uh God, but uh, a fair amount of them and it's been uh it's been a a real pleasure to to find out much more about this this film than i than i ever knew and and to be honest that that i really want to know um <laughs> no i'm kidding no, no
0: it's, it's 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 been great and I re- we really do want to say we really appreciate the fans that have been uh have been communicating back with us about how uh, how much they enjoy the the show and enjoyed the movie and it's it's quite a community out there that i think nobody's ever gotten in touch with that uh, that we're hearing a lot from um and hal i think we had a we, we actually had a great communication this past week it was really uh, very touching I, I thought
1: yeah we really got a uh, got a powerful powerful email and uh um, I almost feel like we should cue up some music or something, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get through this one. Uh, it's it's not super long, but I will read it uh, the whole thing. So uh, so, uh, Billy, sit back, relax. Um, here's I
2: have, a, I have a can of uh, of, of uh, Czechoslovakia's best.
1: Ah, a Pilsner, perhaps? <laughs> yes, wonderful, excellent. All right, well, here's uh, here's a wonderful note from uh, from our friend Sam McLean uh, from Pensacola, Florida. And uh, he got us right away with the subject line, I may be alive because of the Rocketeer. Hey, fellas. First off, as a giant comic book nerd, I own every Marvel movie. I really think my love for movies, and especially superheroes, comes from the Rocketeer. I'm disabled. From birth, I was paralyzed from the waist down. When I was 14, I had major back surgery. I was unable to get out of bed for 10 weeks. Truly one of the most challenging times of my life. I had seen The Rocketeer when it was first released on VHS, but in those days I didn't scoop up my favorite movies when they hit the shelves. After my surgery, they had a VCR and TV in my room. The movie selection in the library wasn't the best. There were like six movies. Thankfully, though, one of those movies was The Rocketeer. As I faced all of the challenges to do with surgery, at times feeling close to death, I watched The Rocketeer. It offered escapism, and many times I felt Eddie Valentine's words, Go get him, kid, were directed straight to me. As Cliff lifted off, I felt my spirits soar. So in some ways, The Rocketeer gave me the strength to recover. I'm now 39 and probably also have a comma in the number of times I've seen The Rocketeer. Your podcast has reignited my passion for this movie. Please, if you have Billy Campbell on again... Tell him thank you for me. I am forever connected with this film. I love you guys, and I'm happy to be part of the Finhead family. Sam.
0: Wow. Mm. Okay. Wow. Well, really, thank, thanks for that. Uh, that letter, Sam. It's. Uh, I, I never thought. I never thought this podcast would af- would affect so many people as much as as much as it did. Um,
1: yeah, Sam. Same here. And, uh, and Sam, boy, we love you too. We love, uh, we love the whole family out there.
2: I, that's, uh, goes for me as well, Sam. That's uh, one of the loveliest things I've, I've, uh,
0: I've heard. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and here, here I thought it was just a, a movie about a guy with a, with a, <laughs> with a rocket pack, but, right. but it, it, uh, it's really, it's really great, and I, I think that's that's the common element that we hear from from a lot of the fans. It really it changed the way they looked at at movies, at the way at, it, this it movies. It's it's really easy to be cynical and uh, you know it, making making a movie that, that kind of um, that that brings you down. But this movie is so uplifting, hmm. and uh, it's something you can turn on and, and watch and, and feel better about about the world in general um you know taking on the bad guys and yeah. and uh win, you know winning winning at the end uh, it's it, it's a very uh, it, it it's there as a as a as a constant comfort and uh and a constant inspiration so um and it is
1: a, a that's a good word jim it's a constant it's a constant source of uh, it's it's just a happy thing It's happy and it's upbeat and you read a a letter uh, from somebody like Sam and you think about uh, some of the things he faced. I just, I shake my head. I said, I've never had a hard day in my life by Mm. comparison, Uh, you know, whatever, whatever sort of struggles that all of us go through. But uh, uh, it's, it's humbling uh, for Jim and for me to be a a small sort of vehicle in this and uh, uh, and to be able to. Uh, as I have said many times one of the best things about this show is is being able to reach out to people like you Billy and just say hey, thank you. This uh, this movie's meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but even more so to be the the conduit through which somebody like Sam uh can can say thank you. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well thank you Sam. Thank you.
0: And and thanks for listening to the show. It's it's good it's good knowing that uh that this is actually reaching reaching out to to people. Sometimes we feel like we're talking and nobody's hearing, but uh, it, it's great to be part of this this Finhead community.
2: Yeah. I think that's a I think uh, include me in that uh, little circle.
0: Oh, for a- sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely. All right. Well, thank
0: thank you again, Sam. And uh, I guess we'll go back to uh, talking about the minute. We're. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's it's I gotta say it's tough to shift gears. <laughs> it's, uh, after, uh, I agree. After a great I agree. Message, message and, like uh, that. Yeah.
0: This is uh, it, this minute actually starts with uh, with the rocketeer getting knocked flat on his back, which I think is how we all kind of feel. Um, it, yes. It's uh, quite a quite a slide there, Billy. You were fighting in kind of a re- I mean this this is a uh, you know a, a really big action scene, but it's incredibly tight corners.
2: It's a very small space it was um it was a little um, rig they had in in uh, in the in a warehouse in San Pedro uh, same place we shot um howard Hughes uh, you know the thing yeah. with the spruce goose and all that and um, uh, I remember this particular rig was up in the air some twelve or so feet, 15 feet, had to climb a ladder to get up to it. And then it would move down a track uh, very slowly. And on the floor of the stage, they had uh, built all this sort of, um, well, black, you know, this cloth they have uh, called duvetine It's uh, black cloth. And they, they made this uh, topography. To have all these little twinkly lights, um, to be the uh, you know the lights of uh, Hollywood basically. So the the whole rig of the the what do you call that thing, Jim? The, it, 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 the cockpit it, the, or the, the cab, right? Is yeah, it, yeah, this
1: is, is the, it, the the cab uh, isn't isn't in the so yeah. forward portion of the gondola.
2: The whole cab rig. Would uh, just slowly move down this this track while we were fighting, while the cameras uh, sort of shoot shooting at an angle to see the city lights below, and I remember them figuring out a way, and it's very subtle and very very effective. They wanted to give you the feeling of the vibration of the zeppelin, and so they. (laughs) I, they sort of uh they didn't weld it they s- somehow fixed a a drill i think it was a drill to the camera housing they put a off-weighted bit in the in the mouth of the drill so that when it was spinning it gave a a vibration to the camera, and if you'll notice, um, uh, you you can see it. It's just, the camera's just vibrating ever so slightly, and and it what it does is convey the, you know, the vibration of this gargantuan zeppelin as it plies through the the sky over Hollywood. It was really cool. It was old fashioned movie
0: making. Yeah, it's it's amazing how many cuts there. I'm just just uh, scrubbing through this particular minute. I counted at least thirty five cuts. So it's like every other second, there's another. There's another scene, and you're getting your head smashed through a couple of windows, and uh, they went through a lot of candy glass. It looks like, um,
2: <laughs> yeah, they did, they did indeed. But so, uh, yeah, go just, ahead.
1: I was just going to say, uh, Billy. At this point in the in the shooting, I'm not sure where this would have fallen in the sequence. But uh, how much interaction had you had with with Timothy Dalton by this point? Would you have already shot the South Seas Club stuff?
2: <sighs> you know, no I can't, I can't really, I can't really remember. Um, I I don't remember. I wish I had, so, you know, I wish I had kept a lot of stuff. Really, what I wish I had kept was all my call sheets and, uh, you know, a one-liner, so that I would have all these years later a an overview of of what it had all been. But uh, no, I don't. I don't remember if uh, how how much how well we knew each other by then.
1: Was there anything Was there anything weird at all in your head about? Uh I mean, let's face it, about a fist fight with James Bond. Is that, <laughs> and, and was it, I wonder, was it hard for him to think, okay, this time I have to lose? No spoilers, but, you know, well, he's not the no. good guy in this one.
2: Yeah, no, it's true. But uh, the one thing I do remember, um, I mean, of course, I was thrilled to be having a fist fight with James Bond. That was thrilling. Everything about this was thrilling for me. I mean, it was my first movie. I was just thrilled from. You know, I was thrilled by lunch every day. I was thrilled <laughs> by Oh, there's, your, but, there's the
1: memoir title right there. Yeah, thrilled by, thrilled yeah, by thrilled lunch. Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I love it.
2: Uh, uh, but uh, yes, of course, I was thrilled to be fighting with Timothy. And uh, the only thing I really remember talking about the fight was that I really thought, I felt very strongly that uh, that Cliff should just be outgunned, that he should... You know that that uh, Timothy would ha- would would uh, have it all over him fight wise, and um, uh, I think Timothy was a little surprised because he thought I think I think there was a conversation we had with Joe, and he and Joe <laughs> basically said, "What do you think about this?" And I said, here's what I think. And I think everybody thought that I was going to say, yeah, I think I'm the hero of the movie and I should, you know, this should, I should really plug it to him and, and uh, you know, or we should at least go toe to toe and, you know, trade licks and whatever. And I, th- basically I said, I I think you ought to just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, he's a movie guy. He knows how to fight. He's a spy. He's a, he's a, saboteur yeah. and uh uh he really should just pound me and in the end I I I get one up on him uh with the bubblegum and Joe was like, That's great. Yeah. And I think uh I think Timothy was just surprised because uh, pleasantly surprised, but uh I think he expected that I would want you to would
0: be the hero, yeah. I don't yeah. know, you know,
2: something yeah no, sometimes just, it's it's more heroic to you know be human yeah
0: uh, it, uh
2: that's what I really what I love about this movie anyway because it's not a superhero movie it's not he's just a fly boy right yeah
0: he he's got the cracked ribs prove. well, that's another minute we'll <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah cliff the, uh, cliff
1: uh, beginning to end in this movie is one of those guys where you flip back and forth saying, you know I either want to be that guy or at least want to be friends with him so yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then you walk out saying, boy, I hope the guy who plays him isn't a real jerk in real life. <laughs> I, I hope that's not the case. And guess what? Yeah, yeah. it's not.
0: Uh, well. I, I, one of the things that I can't remember if Danny Belson said it on our show or if he said it in an interview somewhere else. But that the line about Timothy Dalton saying, I do my own stunts, came out of something like Empire Magazine or Entertainment Weekly where Timothy Dalton was – proud of himself for doing his own stunts on the mm. bond movie so dropping mm. that in to the mm. script was just you know a, a pure dalton thing that is fantastic that's great life follows art but yeah. or life right. follows empire magazine or something
1: <laughs> so billy in uh oh, about second 15 or so um you're getting uh, your head sort of smacked into that uh that wooden mm-hmm. box mm-hmm. and so Tell us a little bit just about how you, how you do that. Are, you know, he's got his hands on your shoulders. Are you sort of driving the motion to make sure you you're not really smacking your head? How would you, how would you no, state something like that?
2: I think, uh, as I recall, I was pretty well, really smacking my head in there. I mean, it, it's a hollow wooden box, do you know? And, and it makes a heck of a lot more noise and looks a heck of a lot more solid than it is. Uh, I smacked my head against it a couple of times, just as we were rehearsing the scene, saying, "Look, Timothy, here," and and I just went whack, 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 <laughs> Whacked my head into it. I'm like, "Listen, you can just shove my head into it; it doesn't hurt." <laughs> and so he's like, "All right." <laughs> so wow. So uh, talk about you know, doing I mean, your own stunts, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. one of the, it's one of those things like there are certain things that just don't hurt, like aluminum garage doors. They make a heck of a racket, Yeah. but it's like jumping into a mattress. It's so soft. It doesn't hurt in the least. And you can, you can literally sprint into one and which I've done and, 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 and then turn in the air and slam it into it with your back. And it doesn't hurt at all. And it, it sounds like it's sh- like you're dying or should be dying. <laughs> so this was just one of those things, you know. It was a hollow, basically soft wooden box that made a lot of racket, but uh, it didn't it didn't hurt at all. And I didn't have a. I don't recall having a, even having a sore back of my
0: head. Notice, noticing the the shots in here is you're going back and forth between the two of you and Jennifer. Um, it, I, Jennifer looks like she was probably shot on a whole nother day because that that whole setup is on the other side of the. Uh, the cab, and uh, she just has a couple of inserts where she picks up the very pistol.
2: I think it's it was um, almost certainly all in the same shot in the same period of time. I don't recall taking more than a day to shoot it, but we might have done. But I know. I mean, she was there, and we we did shoot it. We were all there together.
0: So. I, I would imagine it would be like a, a wild set on the, the like the wild wall between the front and the back of a cab, so that they could shoot Jennifer's sides uh, as it rolled down that ramp to get the uh, the background going, and then then shooting again with your half, so that there's room for that big panavision camera.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think there were any wild walls in this uh, in this cab. They had you know it was all one thing going down a track and i i just don't think they had i i don't recall there being any any anything wild about it because it i, I guess it had to all be of one piece to sort of yeah. be on the track and everything and
1: it's amazing what you were saying about the track and the the lights and things in the background because <laughs> you don't get that many clear looks out the window and you don't get that many clear you know, much of a clear view and, you know, you almost could have told me, well, they probably just, they just shot this, you know, inside with black walls behind it. just Yeah, on, on no, on level. but if you look... But, but but every once in a while, you get when those you're, glimpses. When you're,
0: hanging out the, when you're hanging out the window, you can see the motion. Yeah, yeah the if you look closely,
2: I'm sort of scrubbing through myself. There's the head on the box. It looks like it hurts. <laughs> um, and the calipers, we had to be careful yes. with those. Oh, yeah. There were now i'm not seeing so, i'm not seeing too many of the darn lights right well, now it all looks black but
1: you know just as uh, as jim was saying um second 47 or so and uh mm-hmm. before we're looking uh before we change shots to look down on you out the window as uh, as dalton is pushing you through the window you do get a good mm-hmm. glimpse of lights and even some hillsides and things back there and it's just yeah. enough to make it uh, really suggestive and then that shot again looking down at you is is terrific
2: Oh, there you go. Yep, hanging out, hanging out the window. You can see there, right there, yeah. in yeah. the back of my close-up, hanging out the window.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: <laughs> That's all. Just those are all just like little Christmas lights on
0: on uh, on a black blanket, <laughs> and it, it comes across great. It just yeah, really it just really it does, so doesn't well. it? The uh, the flare itself was that a practical uh, floor effect or was that CGI added later?
2: I think some of that was. Uh, I can't remember. I think if you scrub through very cl- slowly,
0: when, oh, when she shoots it looks uh, to me it looks almost like there's a there's the smoke the smoke from her pistol, but then it looks I, I keep thinking that that the light effect is just an added in.
2: Yeah, I think the light effect is added in because if you if you scrub very closely and you look in that first clear frame at the pistol and they, and where it's aimed, it's not aimed where the uh um, Yeah, where where the flare's headed. Where the flare goes. Yeah, it's and it's, really, you get this it's, weird yeah. sort of
1: arc in the in the flare, yeah. like it's already yeah. falling. You know, yeah. as if you, you normally know, would shoot it straight up, and but it's pretty good. That's it's excellent. I mean, yeah, oh, it's, and and of course by flare we mean uh, the signal or signal patronen uh, that was uh, fired from the Leuchtpistola, as you see oh, on the uh, the lovely green the are green we? box. <laughs> no, just doing a little bit for our German listeners, of which I'm sure there are scores. <laughs>
2: oh. I love <laughs> this – go ahead. Sorry, I didn't oh, mean to
1: deprive you. I was just uh, – a, a quick tangent before we, uh, before we get closer to the <clears> end, <throat> end of the minute. Speaking of, uh, of picking nits, uh, as, as I as I do, there's a great, uh, a great view at about second 18 um, where uh, uh, Dalton is grabbing the, uh, the compass or calipers uh, to start stabbing you, and we see that aeronautical chart sitting there. And I, it's a little bit – it's not – not drastically so. It's a little bit too new for the era with a few of the things. But the nice thing is you can see, uh, you can make out a couple of things like the restricted area numbers. And so this is uh, this is the Los Angeles area. And just about under Dalton's fingertips, below that uh, little bits of broken glass, would be what is now Edwards Air Force Base. And so at the time, mm. it was Muroc Dry uh, uh, Lake and, and all of that. And those uh, restricted areas identify that as places you you couldn't fly now so i say again it's a little bit too new but the symbology on these charts really hasn't changed all that much and i would go buy one today and and you could look at the one from the 30s and and still recognize everything just a lot of some of the symbology changes a bit over the years but nice that they got the right chart in the right spot
0: when the when the navy had uh had uh, dirigibles on the west coast where were they w- were they based in los angeles were, were there you know, that's those, a good right?
1: question i'm not sure about los angeles the big base uh was moffett field up in the bay area oh, okay. um but uh you know i think we've got uh, we've got an airship expert coming on here soon so we'll, we can bug him about that but i remember uh, just going out to see moffett field and driving by there seeing the big hangars even as a kid in the 70s uh, those huge hangers were still there. And, in fact, uh, Google bought one of them and refurbished it and uh, is uh, sort of operating it in partnership with, with NASA.
0: Actually, he would have been on yesterday's episode. Oh, my order, gosh. So.
1: so remember yesterday when I asked the- him that yeah. question?
0: <laughs> Funny how pressing you were to, to ask him about that. That's that was- uh, yeah,
1: that's, a, that's amazing. And, uh, you, Billy, next time you're, you're shooting a film and you make things out of sequence, if you would just periodically yep. look at the camera and just break the fourth wall and say, "Well, you know, we make these things out of order, so I'm punching him now." But really, I'm shaking hands with him yesterday. So that would that would make me feel a lot more professional about my work here. Uh,
0: the, the other thing that that I was just wondering is as we're getting to the the, the very end of this particular minute, is fellow who is the he's not a thermitagling. He's a uh, is he one of or maybe he is the, the fellow that's on the ground mm. doing very careful acting work from the floor. Is that? Uh, I mean, do they, is he the first one on the set that does he have to, like, he seems to have the longest time being, right, being <laughs> inert, hold still, yeah,
2: I think he's, uh, I think he's actually a dummy, is, um, is he, okay. at certain point, that guy, I'm looking at him now, and yes, I think he's a dummy,
0: oh, okay, I yeah. was just wondering if because he he's the one that fell down the stairs when yeah. when he went up to find you. Yeah, uh, I, I was I was wondering about that because they're like eh, it's an awful lot to pay a guy to be sitting <laughs> sitting on the stage all day. So okay, he just no. switched out to a. Uh, I
2: think he was switched out. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. showbiz. Okay, quite a great uh, kinetic episode. I think would be the best way to describe this particular minute. But we've got uh, we've got more flames and mayhem to talk about tomorrow. So let's mm. uh, let, let's hold off until uh, until Thursday. And um, we shall. Yes. So uh, for all you Finheads out there and uh, lovers of the show and the the movie and all that, uh, if you'd like to continue the conversation, we are available always online. You can find us at Twitter, all the usual places, Twitter, Rocketeer Minute. Uh, find us at facebook facebook.com slash Minute. find us at the great big website com. catch up on all the previous episodes that some people may have missed uh so uh, go go out there and f- find that also lots of cool swag uh, you can get from amazon to learn more about the rocketeer uh, so we'll join you here tomorrow as we watch the continually uh disappointing trip of of the luxembourg as it heads toward uh, <laughs> ever closer to los angeles the here doomed more- luxembourg yeah, it's the poor luxembourg They just can't catch a break Uh, But we'll we'll see you all here tomorrow on the Rocketeer Minute. So until next time, over and out. Over and out, boys.